0: You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm.
1: Coming to you live from one of the over 30% of sci fi stories that include decoys of some shape or form. Decoys, clones, devils, mirror images, alternate versions you name it, they're all here on Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. hello everybody I am Travis hello everybody and I am Brandon we are cloning each other today in in celebration of to last this week's episode yeah say it, yeah say the same thing I said
0: <laughs> <laughs> i I didn't listen I was looking at chat I was I was I was looking at chat. Uh, specifically, Matt in the chat who doesn't recognize our interdimensional RSS music because he only tunes in for <laughs> apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, but this is interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. So happy that you're joining us! Welcome back for yet another episode. Uh, we we are we are still in that that early stage of season five. So excited for these new episodes. Never taking a week off. Never looking back. Uh, and yeah, we have we have plenty of things to discuss about That's that right. uh, that last episode, Uh, more duplicity. uh But yeah, we, <laughs> we we I I don't know. We'll, we'll get we'll get on to all of that in the main thing. But uh, for now, I got to start
1: and say, hey, Brandon, how the heck are you? <laughs> hey, I, I was I was wondering what the difference, what was wrong with this episode so far is, and it was because you didn't start with the hey, Brandon, how you doing? And I didn't and I didn't and I didn't immediately respond with a non-sequitur story that has nothing to do with this week's episode where I just talk, talk about how I, I bought a bunch of like soundproofing for my room. well, actually I didn't uh, my, I got it for Father's Day, right and it's all these squares and and my wife bought me 3m tape the double-sided 3M tape and so uh, I, I started by putting only two squares in each one of the corners of each of these squares and put it on the wall and, and they are starting to fall, right And so I'm like, okay. I learned my lesson. I'm now I'm going to put four squares on each square. They're still falling. And, and, and ah. I have anxiety every time I come into this, this room, because I'm like, <laughs> which square is going to be falling off now? You know, if, if if I showed you my room, there would be actually be like thumbtacks in each, in some of these, these squares now, <laughs> because I want them not to fall down. I'm probably going to get some spray adhesive. I don't care about the pain in this place. I just, I just want my sound to sound good. Um, how yeah, are you doing? It's a,
0: it's a, it's important. I'm great. And uh if you if if you, dear listener, want to see the elaborate soundproofing happening in <laughs> Brandon's recording room, uh then make sure you're tuning in Monday nights uh over at twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm or catch the show later, the video version over at youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm, where you can see our faces, you can see our facial expressions, you can see what uh random pop culture uh collectibles we have in our backgrounds you can you can see when Brandon's checking his phone and not actually listening to what's happening in the podcast <laughs> all of those things are possible uh with the video versions like and subscribe over on those platforms you can also follow us uh, all over the internet on Twitter at Rick and Pod, Facebook.com slash Rick and Morty Podcast, Rick and Morty Podcast on Instagram, and Rick and Morty Podcast at gmail.com is how you send us an email about all of your Rick and Morty questions. We are all up in that Reddit, Reddit.com, Whoa. or mm-hmm. <laughs> Rick and If If you go there and you see those pinned episode discussions, thank you. Thank a Brandon. Thank the thank the Brandon in your life, uh, and do you get internet points for those? Do you get karma for those?
1: Brandon? I I I do. Yeah, but the you know I also you get do? hugs and some. I get some awards, and um, and for those who are sending me like silver and and hugs awards, uh, I, I I send them each a message and I say and I I customize the message to each each one of them and I say thank you so much for for giving me an award. Um, I appreciate you.
0: That's that's very kind. That's very kind. You know, you know where we're not getting awards at uh, our subreddit, RickandMortyPodcast. dot com. <laughs> uh, you can you can also uh, go to our website for this podcast. Uh, every episode available at rickandmortypod.com. dot uh, Finally, there are a couple of ways you can support the show. You can go to our tea public page, get a t shirt. Uh, ApatheticEnthusiasm. dot slash shop is the best way to get to that link. Uh, you can also support the show directly at Patreon. dot com slash app slash apathetic enthusiasm uh we have brand new exclusive uh patreon content we just recorded our first episode commentary where brandon and i watch an episode of rick and morty together uh, and we are going to post the recording of that uh non-behind-the-scenes commentary uh, exclusively for our patreon listeners this week so uh go go check it out And, uh, yeah, that's about it. That's how you can, that's how you can follow us and, and be involved with the show.
1: That, that is, that is right. Uh, that is how you do all of that. Uh, did you, did you talk about our Patreon? (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, I Uh, did. I did. This this
0: episode not brought to you by Cox Communications and their (laughs) substandard internet.
1: Just kidding, no, I, I heard you talking about that, yeah, that that commentary was fun that we did. We did two episodes, and then your your microphone crapped out for one of them. Uh, so yeah, you know it did you if, if you're listening to this podcast right now, just know that I edited it, so it doesn't sound like I have any internet problems, but the second commentary episode of that Patreon exclusive uh, will will sound bad because Travis is full. Yeah,
0: it's going to sound awful and you you've reminded me that I should probably check my levels as we do this podcast just to make sure. Well, I guess you'll be able to tell me. You'll be able to tell me if you can't hear yeah. me anymore. I'll, t- I'll
1: tell you. Just
0: <laughs> like just just like I ignore when you completely cut out on the internet. Anyway, we have lots and lots of stuff to get to in this episode. So, let us not delay any further. It's time to jump right in to semi-pertinent news.
1: It's a semi pertinent news jam bum bum, the semi pertinent news jam bum bum, the semi pertinent news jam bum bum, come to your ears. That was that. Was that? Uh, I, I, I
0: kinda I kinda wish you just did an hour like of semi-pertinent news <laughs> song, like just 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 a real good jazz riff for, for fifty-eight <laughs> minutes and then and then we just close out the podcast. We're like, all right, that's our show. that Thanks. was it. We should do that as a bonus pod sometime.
1: I'm actually I'm actually I you know this was here's the thing. Uh I, I told Matt about this. I I'm back in Los Angeles and and I went to visit my parents. Uh, after after tw- being away for for 20 years and i was hanging out with my dad on father's day in the garage and i looked up and there's a little storage rack in the garage and up up there i saw my bass amp from when i was in high school my my bass guitar amp amplifier and it had like a kyle from south park a sticker of him still on it and i said <laughs> dad can i that is that my amp he's like yeah you want it please take it and i took it and then i i unpacked my acoustic bass and I plugged it in, and I was jamming out to bass the other day, and and so I'm like, oh, take me back! This is the first instrument I ever learned, and uh, it's, it's just so it's good to be back. So I've got bass in my heart right now.
0: There you go. There you go. Well, semi pertinent bass in our in our hearts. <laughs> uh, the 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 real big story um, that we have to talk about this week uh, involves some web comics and a brand new series coming. To Apple, I'm um, assuming Apple's streaming service, Apple TV Plus, uh, but this was this was announced. Uh, I first saw it actually on Nathan Pyle's uh, Instagram because I I follow him for his Strange Planet uh, web web comics, and then he. He has a ton of other great comics that he that he posts on on his personal account but uh the reason this is semi pertinent to Rick and Morty is because Dan Harmon is actually the one teaming up with Nathan Pyle to bring this web series to life uh in in a in a serialized format an animated series uh coming to streaming uh at at, at a unknown date as of now but uh this is this is exciting i mean obviously this web web comic has taken off it's it's everywhere now there's merch there's uh all, all sorts of things do you do you like the strange planet comics brandon uh, do, uh,
1: i mean the ones that i've seen yes i i've 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 I haven't sought them out and i don't frequent them but i've seen them and and i always i always those comics were reminiscent of, of I feel like an older comic um, uh, an old an older web comic from maybe the mid 2010s or so but uh, so I I thought I thought it was just kind of like a rehash of all those comics I didn't realize it was it was a newer uh, web comic um, and uh, I think you sent me the other day I, you, you talked about not just the the strange planet series but you sent I think this was Ned Pyle, Nathan Pyle, too, with the yeah, uh, it is it, the, it totally how is. to navigate a party, the social anxiety stuff. And I was like, yeah, this is yeah. this is 100 percent how it works. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I, I read through that entire thing. It talks about strategies for like going to see the guest of honor and getting out of there as quickly as possible and things. And it, it completely made me think about social interactions with you that we have been in together in the past. Uh, so, so yeah, I wanted to make sure that you knew that he was basically stealing your material and making web comics out of it. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh for those for those strange planet faithful uh that that love that webcomic and are still only so so on Dan Harmon uh we did we did get a response from Dan Harmon uh, on his Instagram uh where he talked about um strange planet coming out and that he he is he is basically like putting a the fans at ease that he has no intention of making this show like about him. He is only affiliated with it because he is trying to help Nathan Pyle like, like speak his, his like truth I guess like you know like he's 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 he wants to him to be as successful as possible so he's not trying to make this a Dan Harmon show this probably will not feel like a Dan Harmon show this is just Dan using his knowledge and experience in creating television to help this project be as successful as possible so um yeah don't expect like you know, burping ricks or, or anything like that, uh, in this, I think it'll have a very different tone overall. Um, but it is cool that, that Dan is, uh, is helping out to, to make it possible.
1: One, one, one hundred percent. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Uh,
0: so, uh, why don't you go ahead and hit us with, uh, your Reddit post of the week?
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me here. On the Reddit post of the week, this wet Reddit post of the week is by cipher underscore sixty nine xx. It has uh, over seventeen thousand oh, upvotes, uh, and it's it's titled "I've waited enough," and it is a picture of Jessica from episode one of season five, where she talks about time without a purpose is a prison. And this is this is one of the new memes going on out there in the in the world of Rick and Morty. It's a picture of her it says time without a purpose is a prison that's at the bottom but at the top of this one it says me waiting for the second episode of season 5 time without a purpose is a prison and that is your reddit post of the week <laughs> there's a report on it i didn't see what the report of it on it, on it was but that doesn't it doesn't matter i know there that, again this is this is the the new the new meme hotness out there also Nimbus the <laughs> The my when when I get a new episode of Rick and Morty and it's like delicious another
0: <laughs> delicious. Um, All right, well, thank you for thank you for being our resident Reddit expert and uh, and bringing us that wonderful post, Brandon. Of uh, course, and this is the course. part where you queue up. This is where you queue up a topic for me.
1: Oh, that's right. No, I was I was going I was going to uh, I was going to tee up the topic that you are known for. Perhaps even beyond this entire podcast. It's the Dan Harmon social media minute. Dan
0: Harmon social media. Minute. Okay. All right. Um Yeah. All right. Here it is. Here's the minute. Here's the minute. Uh honestly, I I kind of wanted to just read Dan Harmon's uh, amazing caption where he talks about Nathan Pyle and uh and the the partnership that he has. Uh go check out Dan Harmon's uh, Instagram account to read that in its entirety. It's fantastic. Uh but instead uh what we're gonna talk about is the Steel Series gaming controller. Um so so this is <laughs> Brandon's gonna leave. Keep uh, going this is a post this is this is a post that uh Dan Harmon made the day after I believe it was the day after uh C- season 5 episode 1 came out with Mr Nimbus and uh, the caption of this says okay so that's where I got it and it's a it's a two-parter the the first is a picture of the front of the gaming controller but if you flip it around to the back uh you can see that it is uh written on the back a Nimbus plus uh Nimbus plus is i guess the the version name of of the uh of the controller so some sort of Steel Series Nimbus plus gaming controller i'm assuming this is for oh that's 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 Nathan Pyle uh yeah this looks like it's probably <laughs> for an Xbox i would assume it's for an Xbox no, no, it, but uh, the, the yeah, Steel yeah.
1: the Steel Series i think that's just a uh i think that's just like a PC controller for like a, oh, so you maybe can play like Minecraft or, on the PC.
0: Yeah, maybe he uses that with his iPad or something to play to play or the new Oregon trail game for Apple Arcade. I don't know. Or or, or maybe he plays it with his PC. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. Uh yeah, but so so there it is. The mystery solved. That is where the Nimbus name was born. Uh and you heard it here first.
1: You heard it here uh, first. <laughs> Uh, uh among among the other things that that you've heard
0: uh, unless first. unless you follow Dan Harmon in which case <laughs> you you saw it on his Instagram first anyway follow Dan Harmon uh, on Instagram he he, ne- he needs friends there
1: there there's one more thing before we we move on uh something something I think is really, really cool just a little bit of an announcement uh, for for next week's semi-printed news for whatever the episode is called uh i mean we know what it is called already but it doesn't matter uh we're going to have a a a recurring well not uh, recurring in the sense that he's going to come on again just for briefly we're going to talk to jacob hanchar uh who uh whose company digital dream labs is in charge of the butter robot so uh he's he's going to come on just a little bit next week we're going to have him on uh, yeah, just it, to give us a brief butter it's a update. tease
0: it's a tease for you you unity uh come back and get your butter butter bot updates uh exclusively on this podcast. So Exclusive. so we'll see we'll see how things are we'll see how things are going with the Butterbot and uh and and check in uh quickly to to see how things are going. So that'll that'll be a, a special part of SemiPerts next week. Do not yeah. miss it. Um do if not you miss it. if you have a news story that you see that you hear that that you think we should cover on the show, make sure you're sending it to any of those social links that we mentioned earlier. Uh, but for now that is it for Semi-Pertinent News. It is now time to unpack an episode unlike many other episodes. Uh, It's time for the main thing.
1: (laughs) It's a main thing Main thing It's the main thing You crushed it, Brandon You crushed it
0: uh, yes, this is the main thing where we get to talk about another episode of Rick and Morty. In this case, season five, episode two, Mortiplicity, air date 627, 2021. Written by Albro Lundy, directed by yeah, right. Lucas Gray.
1: Yes, Ooh. that's right. Ooh. 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 Ooh.
0: Uh, also, Ooh. Guest, guest stars Keith David, Tom Kenny, and Rob Schraub.
1: Chops. Uh, yeah, Rob yeah. Rob Schraub who's, who's who who seems to be taking over the interdimensional cable duties uh <laughs> for for Rick and that, Morty. That that pop tart
0: box full of ideas is really uh it's really gonna pay off for it. <laughs>
1: right. Our our bronopsis for this week, uh who's even real, bruh? Are you real? Are you real, bruh?
0: <laughs> bruh.
1: Who bruh? bruh? Uh, our, our synopsis for the episode is as follows, uh, which I'm just taking a, a kind of a quote from the episode. They are no longer Rick's and Morty's and Beth's and Jerry's or also Summers. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this this
0: episode... Definitely unlike many of the episodes that we've seen before. Uh, Obviously, we're going to be talking spoilers and and things like that. So if you have not seen the episode, um, we're going to talk about it. It, You've been warned. Uh, But yeah, so this is... Uh, obviously the title is a, a riff on the classic classic 1996 film Multiplicity, starring the Mister Mom, Batman, Birdman, Vultureman himself, Michael Keaton. Any other any other Michael Keaton roles you wanted to cram into that that description? <laughs>
1: um, well, no, I, I I got when I when I was writing that for the Reddit, I thought, okay, Mister Mom, okay, yeah, 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 and then Batman, and then Birdman, and I was like. He was a different bird character. He was a vulture in the Spider-Man films. He's he's got a lot that's of right. flying uh characters under his belt. In I I got I got to commend Michael Keaton for his his his, his flying uh, you know typecasting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Typecast as as flyers. That's 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 Michael Keaton. Anyway, none of that really had anything to do with the episode. Uh yeah so so this this episode uh Brandon when I was watching it um watched it live when it when it aired Sunday night and I, maybe it was my own fault my own my own set of expectations but uh watching the cold open and then and then going through really the first I don't know act uh bef- before the before the next ad break I kept waiting to like I kept waiting for the story to kick in. I kept waiting for okay, like here's a few gags and then this is what the story's going to be about. And it it took a while for me to realize like, "Oh, all of these duplicates, all of all of these uh copies, this this is the story. This is this is what this is what we get." Um what what were your like sort of initial takes as you started to kind of understand that this was not going to be like any other Rick and Morty episode?
1: Well, up until the up until the first break, I I took it as okay, or is it is is this episode just going to be them killing each other in increasingly violent ways for for 25 minutes? That's what that's that was my my first thought. Um And then and then when it was leading into the break, they started figuring out, uh you know, they they started explaining what was was happening. And in the mystery behind who the squid people were that it was like, OK, all right, it's going to where where is this going to go from from here? Uh, and so thankfully, thankfully, it changed. Right. Uh, but you sent me a message pretty much at the at the start and i think it was probably after jerry mentioned something about stakes where you're like what are the stakes yes yeah absolutely <laughs> uh which was which that so that was that was the big thing
0: yeah yeah well and i and i think i i think the the line is 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 rick like saying like you know increasing the stakes or something and then and then jerry says i don't see any stakes right before some squid people come and melt the car and then shoot it a couple extra times just for good measure. Uh, but yeah, like the, it was, it was a weird sensation for me watching the episode initially and feeling like there should be something at risk, something like I should be worried about something happening. Uh, only to kind of find out that that's really not where the writers were trying to go with it. They really just wanted to explore this idea of if you had all these duplicate versions of of the Smith family of Rick and the Rick and the Smiths, uh, then you know how how would they go after each other? How how might uh, duplicates producing duplicates producing duplicates uh, end up causing? certain situations how would they respond to each other how would they interact how would those duplicates get worse and worse over time uh and so that really ended up being uh sort of just an exploration about that idea more so than like a linear story with an a plot b plot rick even says like no we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna scramble into another b plot scenario when when jerry suggests that they split (laughs) up to go hunt squid people uh because the, you. The, the, the episode was really <laughs> the episode was really hard to follow initially, and you really kind of had to just reserve yourself and say, you know what, this like this is what it is. I'm just gonna enjoy it. But I feel like I did enjoy it more the second time I watched it because because I knew that we weren't dealing with those stakes and I and I could just appreciate all of the little vignettes and the different the different dupes uh for what they were.
1: Now we've talked about this before and, and what we've talked about just watching, I think uh, going into season four, we, we tried to watch the episode and then immediately talk about the episode. And, and I found then, and and again, I think we've talked about it in, in previous podcast episodes that that is never really good because it doesn't fully allow us to appreciate the episode because it's the same thing when I was going through my, my film classes to, you know, for, for cinema studies, their recommendation was watch the movie once to enjoy it, to just enjoy, it, appreciate it. Then go back in and watch it again with, for your notes. And then maybe watch it again after that. And so last night, as an example, I, I because I'm also creating uh, the, uh, because I'm also creating the Reddit posts, uh I, I'm trying to pay attention enough to the comments and stuff like that to, to build up a little bit of the discussions. Uh, And, and what that does is it takes me out of the episode itself and I'm not really fully paying attention. uh, Which I don't want to do. I want to, I want to be able to just like hang out, laugh at it and then, and then go back in later. But what that does is it, it, you, there's a lot of shit you don't catch the, the first time around. And then you go back in on subsequent viewings and be like, okay, I I appreciate this more. Even like sex dragon, uh claw and hoarder. I, I I've, I've learned to appreciate it more, but that night I was like, this is probably the worst episode uh, that that I've, that I've seen of the this show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. I, I think that, any anytime like I've I've watched the show multiple times, I, I feel like I get a better appreciation for it. This one, I was trying to take notes while I was watching it the first time. And I sort of skipped over that like just watch it to enjoy it step. And and so I think that was really that really hampered my appreciation for for the episode initially as well. But uh watching it again today, uh I, I definitely did enjoy it. Uh, a lot more. Um but let's uh let's kind of dig into uh some of the aspects from the episode some of the things that um I don't know stood out uh there there were some some common themes uh we we sort of uh, some one of the things that we saw asked a lot on the internet was like who were who was the real Smith family like was it only duplicates was there ever an appearance by the real C 137 version of Rick and the Smiths, um, I think. I think there definitely was, but I don't think it yeah. came until the end of the episode.
1: Yeah, at one hundred percent, there there was a real uh, Rick and Morty in 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 that episode. Uh, in you you see my notes here, Travis. I I I picked it apart. Or here's a here here's the evidence. We're going to go evidence by evidence into the episode one uh at at the start early on in the episode rick says uh to to the family when they're when they're packing up from their like little summer vacation that uh they created a the decoys for terrestrial adventures which as we know means taking place on or around earth and i say on or around earth because the the, the devil's advocate is going to be like well i saw some of those squid spaceships outside of of earth but you know Technically, they're they're in Earth's orbit uh, in, you know, in, in the immediate orbit, just like many of our satellites. And therefore, it's still terrestrial. Uh, but, but at any rate. Uh, and then the the Rick and Morty and Space Beth at the end there, they they make the quip about is a uh, road trip, long road trip space adventure, uh, meaning that they were in space the entire time, not a terrestrial adventure. At piece of evidence number two, Travis, here's a piece of evidence number two and and this is what I want to, this is what I want to harp on. And I think it's going to, I think it's going to lead into kind of other conversations is that space Beth is there. And then they make a space Beth joke earlier on in the episode. Uh, and, and a couple, they reference it a couple times. And actually I, I think that's one of the central, if there are any stakes, that is the, the emotional stakes right there is, is, is Beth being still mad, resentful about the whole clone stuff. Um, but space beth is this episode's the constant which as you know is a lost reference to a season yes. season 3 <laughs> season 3 season 4 episode the constant uh i think i think it was season
0: 3 um and i only know that because i've been rewatching uh that show with my kid so um yeah desmond being the constant in that one but they also talk about like hey maybe space beth should you know show up more often and she says something to the effect of let's not push it so i think i don't i don't think we're gonna see space beth all of the time but i think this was a good way to early on in season five not not long removed from when we actually were introduced to space beth to to understand that this isn't going to be like a one-off character. This isn't going to be something that we're only going to see one time. Uh, but this is this is somebody that that does exist in the universe that we are going to see more than once, uh, but not all the time. So, all right, here's a little bit of space, Beth. Now go back to your go back to your enjoyment of everything else.
1: That's right. That that's right. That's right. Um, so. Uh... To, to to me it, it's 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 clear that that is the canonical family as far as who our Rick and Morty are for for the series right um in in yeah. you know i've i've, I've, se- I've seen people who still kind of balk at that kind of still doubt that but to to me that that's that's, that's what that means um but uh, we you know i want to go uh, i the the show notes are here in kind of mix mashy order, um, but yeah, they're they're uh, all in you know, the place. Up? But did, so is they, this they, episode, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> they they make a Rick makes a joke about whatever the 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 theme of this episode is at towards the end when uh, when it's puppet Rick Muppet Rick and Muppet Beth and they're in their costumes. Um, and uh, uh, earlier in the episode, Jerry makes a makes a comment like. Uh still wondering about Mr M- Mr. You Need to Hunt Me Man or whatever his name is. Uh and hunt just me, asking questions. <laughs> and they say, Jerry, can't you see we moved on to higher stakes? And he says, Well, I don't see any stakes at all. Uh so so I want to ask you, Travis, pushing this in your lane, uh, do you think that there were stakes in this episode?
0: I I honestly don't um i have to i have to side with jerry on this one i th- i think the fact that they introduced the idea of decoys within this episode and also managed to over the course of 22 minutes destroy all of the decoys on, on earth except for maybe glockenspiel jerry who who had his own little journey through history uh yeah like i i think that uh <laughs> There, there were not high stakes. Um, It's very similar to like um, what do you got? The Tales from the Citadel episode, right? It was it was an opportunity to explore an idea that doesn't really play into the core story arc of the rest of the series, but. It still allows them to do so. I, I I know we've we've said the tales from the citadel is one of our favorite episodes because of how they were able to explore different versions of of, of our favorite characters and obviously the spin the twist that they did with evil Morty at the end is um, is great. But uh, I, I guess if they had done something like that in this episode, I, I would have I would have enjoyed it a little bit more. But this really just felt like. Let's, let's take a premise, let's take this idea of, of duplicates, creating duplicates, and how they would interact, and then just really flesh it out into, into 22 minutes.
1: Yeah, it, it, the, the, the difference, I think, so I, you know, I, I said that uh, people are like, oh, it's like a Purge episode, uh, and I said it was more akin to Tales from the Citadel, in the sense that our Rick and Morty uh, are, are, are not part of the story. They, they, the the story is happening without them entirely, right? Uh, If, if the episode had start, if the episode had started with Rick and Morty and the family with Space Beth saying, like, oh, there's, there's some decoys, right? Getting killed. And then the both Beths ask, decoys, what? What, what? And then it starts going into the, 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 then, then the cold open happens. Oh, sorry, That that is the cold open, and then the episode starts, and then it's the Mr. Hunt Me guy, and, and all that stuff happens. Then there's a clear differentiation there, similar to at the start of Tales from the Citadel, where Rick and Morty go on their own little adventure to Atlantis, and then all of a sudden it goes to the Rick-Lantis mix-up, right? Tales from the Citadel, because be, because everything is happening with without the canon C-137 Rick and Morty. All all this, all this talk about stakes there, there are different types of stakes, right? There there's, you could of course get into like danger and all that type of crap. Right. Uh, But there's, there's emotional stakes. And what's interesting about this episode is there aren't any emotional stakes, but there, but there is emotional development still happening. There's, there's character development. Uh, character development happening here. Uh, I put it here in the show notes and again, going, going back and forth. I wrote it as externalizing the internal through the actions of others. In this case, the others being the decoys where, where Rick and the family are, are, are telling us the audience about what's going on I- internal to the, those characters without, without primary Rick and Morty and that family, going yeah. through that going through that that emotional journey right so so rick saying i get hard protecting my family uh the smiths together the smiths and rick when they're when they're in the the beach and they're talking about their their you know their their bucket list some are talking about peeing in the the, the ocean that the ocean <laughs> that that being on our bucket list you know and they're and they're all at peace together as as a family and they're okay they're okay with dying because they, they're dying together right uh and then and then of course uh, muppet rick in the costume confronting beth after she's been been an asshole to her to him in various uh, iterations saying you know i'm i'm sorry i'm also sorry about the clone thing i love you topping it yeah. off topping it off with <laughs> right before they all get killed at the very end i'm changed i've I'm, I'm changed i love you guys <laughs> i love you guys yeah yeah it's it is really interesting and
0: that 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 muppet rick uh talks about how you know he may be a duplicate he may be a decoy but the the rick that made the decoy that made the decoy that made him or whatever like there's still a there's still a part of rick in there right so so even like even if he's not really rick he still ha- there's still something in him that is that is rick uh, so, so those feelings we 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 could assume are genuine, um, and just just different versions of Ricks and and Mortys and Bess and Jerry's and and also Summers uh, that that are just all experiencing this together, right? Yeah. And 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 experiencing different aspects of the personality. So, yeah, I, I think I think it's um, really cool how they were able to create that development for the characters, and then throw it all away. <laughs> By just killing them all and, yeah. and bringing back our original Rick and Morty,
1: but but I but I guess my point is is it's it, it, it is, it's kind of thrown away, but it gives us insight to those, those those characters. We know that Rick, because of Muppet Rick's actions and words, we know that there's a part of him that regrets doing the whole clone Beth thing. There's a part of him yeah. that that yeah. wants to protect his family based off of what he. What a different version of Rick has says, because he is a clone of a clone of a clone. He's a copy of copy copy, just like Multiplicity, the hit movie from 1996 with Michael <laughs> Keaton. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. Hence, hence the namesake. Um, lots of bits, lots of so many, bits. lots of one liners, lots of, of little vignettes. Uh, so many to cover. What were some of your favorite bits from this episode?
1: Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Where, 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 do we even, where do we even start? Um, I, uh, usually in the section in the, in the notes <laughs> called favorite bits. bits. Favorite bits. The the Mister always wants to be hunted. Guy, hunt me, hunt me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't hunt him to completion.
1: I've I've uh, I've been I've been saying. Just like walking through my my office, hunt me, hunt me, just whispering it to myself all day. Um but I, I lo- uh, on the on that
0: note, I I do have somebody that I work with who is like, how about that first episode? And I was like, How about that second episode? There was another episode on last night. <laughs> He's like, What? Uh and so then I just kept saying decoy around him because I <laughs> cause I knew he didn't get it. Uh what
1: what I what I what I love is is that hunt me guy circles back around to to the end of the story uh for that that twist, you should have hunted me. Somebody hunt me. Uh but they they give they give Jerry shit at the beginning about uh like asking about like why was he in a cryopod? Uh, and like, oh this this isn't important right now. And yet at the very end the Rick who who loves his family and and, and repents also wonders about him. Like, did we did we tee you up? Was I have, so, yeah. I have so many questions.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. No, that's that's fantastic. Uh, I also loved that uh, Rick made a Highlander reference, saying that there were Highlander rules, uh, and 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 some critiques on Sean Connery's uh, <laughs> lack of an accent yes. as as a Spaniard. Sean Con- yeah.
1: Sean Connery is the actor who it it uh, he's you 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 hire him to be Sean Connery. It doesn't matter what country he's from. Hunt for Red October, right? Great movie. Tom Clancy. And yet, he doesn't speak like a Russian. I didn't I didn't realize for a long time <laughs> that he was supposed to be Russian in that film. Uh but he's not. He's he's supposed to be Sean Connery. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh uh I already I already mentioned I get hard protecting my family. I I tell you, I tell you what I really enjoy. I enjoy all of the sci-fi references that I that I know and love uh X ex, ex machina of course uh the one i'm so happy that they said westworld i know they weren't talking about the the original film by michael crichton crichton whatever yeah. um i know they're not talking about that film they're talking about the hbo series but man any chance i can get to tell you you guys to go watch westworld the original with yul brenner Please. That's right. You got me to watch it for an apathetic enthusiasm That's episode. That's right. We, we, I might have gotten you to watch it for this one for, for Anatomy Park to <laughs> at one point in time too. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Does, it is possible. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Anyways, Westworld Ex Machina, Blade Runner is is in there, Highlander, of course. Uh, so, so many great references. So many so many great references. Uh, oh in asimov let's let's talk about let's talk about isaac asimov for a second the uh the godfather of uh robotics with his three rules of 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 ro- robotics uh but then it got into an asimov cascade which i i don't know is a real thing <laughs> they might have just I
0: never really heard of it before yeah.
1: I, assu- especially, especially, I assume it's real <laughs> especially not <because> rule 34
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i know this gets into one of my favorite bits which was Rick having a foldable whiteboard uh in the back of his ship uh and 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 Rick going to a whiteboard to try and explain this Asimov cascade. Uh I I will say I I am that guy. I am that guy at work who's when I'm trying to explain something I'm like hold on, let's find a whiteboard and I draw everything out even if it if it is unnecessary. So, yeah, I love I love that Rick went to the whiteboard. I'm sure uh at least in the minds of uh this the story team. I know there's whiteboards usually all over the writer's room and they, they, they workshop a lot of ideas on those whiteboards. So I like that they were able to bring that into the episode itself uh to help sort of explain what the heck was going on.
1: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Uh I I love we we saw in the the, the snake episode, the snake jazz episode that that rick <laughs> that rick uh, builds costumes he built they 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 made their own uh, snake costumes <laughs> in that episode and now they make squid costumes and then muppet costumes and it it basically rick cosplaying is canon he's just very good at yeah. at the he's
0: really into cosplay <laughs> it's 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 official now what i would love to see if we could have conventions once again hopefully we will soon is I want to see Rick and Morty cosplays in these versions of yes. Rick and Morty so let's let's see the scarecrow Rick and Morty let's see <laughs> the let's see the glockenspiel Smith family let's see the Muppet versions I'm, uh, I'm not, yeah, I'm, not I, I, I'm for it you
1: know I'm not a cosplayer Travis but you know damn well that I would cosplay as Muppet Rick you yeah
0: I'll shoot. I'll be Muppet Beth. I don't
1: even care. Let's go. (laughs) All right, you you heard it here first, Uh, Travis. Yeah, Muppet Beth. If you
0: if you if you see a Muppet Beth at a at a convention, it might be me. You never know. (laughs) You never know. Come
1: say hi. There 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 are a there are a couple of Jerry was was on. On top top tier comment and jokes uh, that this this episode, a couple things that uh, notable things that, that Jerry said. One, when he comes in walking about his his, his lemon squares, they're <laughs> they're they're gluten free. They're something else, and then sugar all- free, lemon free. <laughs> he said lemon free lemon squares. So right on uh, right on to him
0: those are the stakes that those lemon squares won't rise <laughs> that's that's the real issue in this episode
1: and this yeah, this one yeah. i didn't catch right away uh, it, it's 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 a joke that like kind of just kind of slides by real quick when they're in the hotel room and he and uh it's it's when rick tells them that uh yeah they're they're, they're decoys and, and jerry says well then say chow <laughs> which uh if you don't speak that language it means hello beautiful to our deposit. <laughs> uh so so stupid. <laughs> uh
0: the the low tech passwords um those are great. I uh I didn't really notice them at first. It wasn't until Scary Terry folds uh brought them up uh over on social media that I went back and and listened the second time when I was watching. He's like, "Oh yeah, eight equal sign
1: equal sign capital hmm. D." <laughs> yeah,
0: that's a that's 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 an a emote for for a dong and then uh, boobs in in you know yeah. ASCII. Eight, I guess eight, whatever eight, whatever
1: eight it zero like. zero eight one three five boobies, All right? Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, the classic, the classic calculator one, gag from, one from seven our three
1: one seven zero oh, seven one. That's I love you. If you hold it upside down, look. I I had a pager. I know how these things. <laughs> He's a work. charmer. He's a charmer. He's got it all figured
0: out. <laughs> one four three to you, Unity. Um, what else? Uh, from from the Pop Tart box itself, Wenwolf. Uh, this <clears throat> this really threw me because. I even think I was, I was like typing to you as like, wait a minute, was this a huge ruse? Are we getting an interdimensional cable episode? And then they, they got away from it real quick and I kind of just hit backspace a bunch of times and didn't, didn't send you the, yeah. the, the message. But I, I, I thought there was a good chance we were going to get an interdimensional for like, cable for a minute.
1: For like a half a second. Yeah. A second. This, this, this uh, I, I went to sleep last night and then this morning when I, when I got up for work, it was like five thirty in the morning. And, uh, and I'm like I'm like shaving, combing my hair, and I'm like, Windwolf, I've seen that before. I feel like I've seen that before." And then I I said to you this morning, "Hey, was was that was that on the sticky notes from 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 Shrab and and Harmon?" You're like, ah, "We have to go back and look." And I stopped all getting ready activities, like in the middle of like putting deodorant on, and I went through the Instagram, and sure enough, in one of Harmon's posts from way back, it like in the middle of season four uh, on, on one of the, the slides it in big post-it letters, Wenwolf, Wolf and I'm like, Oh my God. And then I'm like, Oh no, now I'm going to go down the rabbit hole. Are there any other ones that are going to show up? I, I don't know. Keep an eye out for the, yeah. the, yeah. the yeah. shrub I, I'm stickies. Try-
0: you really had to scroll back a while. Cause I'm currently scrolling through Harmon's Instagram and yeah, it's way back there. It's way back there. <laughs>
1: Um, the the last the last thing the last two ones I'll, I'll point out all the different Ricks and Mortys and, and Beths and Summers and also oh on uh, also Summers or also Summers Uh I the the creepy ass face Rick the the scarecrow Rick wearing the flesh and there be monst here be monsters super super creepy and my family was like ah when they first saw him uh, but the. The Gautier Rick, who's, you know which one I'm talking about, in like the the montage of all the Ricks killing each other, Gautier Rick is like (laughs) on the pink wall, painted in pink, with his eyes closed, and then they open up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's just like the outline of him. Yeah, Yeah, I also also really liked, um, for lack of a better term, I'll call him Cookie Jar Rick. Uh, He was driving a convertible and then like flipped around, but then he like opened his head and pulled a gun (laughs) out of his head. Like uh, that one was pretty good. Yeah. Lots of, lots of great ideas. Again, kudos to uh, the character designers uh, that, that just, Knocked out of the park with so many great. Even, even just like Scarecrow Rick, when he's got his like bad Rick mask on, yeah, and he looks like like a serial killer from from a horror movie or something. He really yeah, like, I,
1: he really likes flesh or <laughs> whatever. <he is.
0: laughs> this guy
1: really likes skin.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the skin's um, got to be fresh. <laughs>
1: Um, we, we have, we have, we had our, our favorite bits of this episode, of course, over there on social media, shout out to all the people who, who follow us on Twitter, right? We're, you know, we're, our, our goal is to get to 5,000 by the end of season five. That, that would be fantastic, but
0: it's out there. Go follow everybody.
1: Ferg Alicia Art, uh, mentions that she, uh, I'm assuming it's, it's a, she, I'm sorry. I shouldn't assume pronouns, uh, but they write. I'm disappointed Nimbus wasn't a cameo. Just Harmon. I think he's doing too many voices since last season. Didn't even try to create characters like he did on the first two seasons. Now they just all sound like him on his regular speech. Yeah, I mean that, that's fair. That's that that's fair. You always know when it's Harmon because he doesn't yeah, try to change it. yeah
0: it's. I mean, I mean you think you think back to Flu Hate and Rapper. <laughs> that that feels like hey, that feels like hey, an original. I'm a Flu Hate you know, Rapper. But if you listen to Harmon town enough, you know, that's, that's, that's Harmon spitting bars. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, yeah, I think, I think they are giving Harmon a lot more voice lines. I honestly wonder if this is a result of COVID, if they just weren't able to hire as many voice actors or people didn't have the, the ability to do it. Cause I mean, a lot of these episodes were written and animated and voiced from people's homes, so um it may have just been the sake of, of ease. Of right. ease, yeah. That yeah. the, you know what we got. We need. We need a Mr. Nimbus, Harmon. You want? You want to cover this one? <laughs> I, Mr. Nimbus. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, he could mix it up. He. He could try. He sure. He I sure don't know. Could. He's he he does he does he does, he's he's been he's been bringing the voices since season one that's so. right um already already talked about scary Terry folds uh you know thinking that is funny about Rick's uh passwords um he also wished us a happy analysis day uh <laughs> yeah. try trying to figure out uh what what was going on in the episode so that we could bring this this podcast to you <laughs>
1: uh F- Philip marks also a long time listener, just saying loved it broke my brain a little bit. Uh Grant Ramos, Ramos, just in case anyone was wondering, the song at the end of the last episode was Who Wants to Live Forever by Queen, which as you know is from yeah, it's a Queen song, but also uh was from Highlander. So another another little Highlander reference. And in and, and if you're wondering what we're talking about at the very end where Jerry is going through his uh <laughs> trying to live forever, is looking for the the world beyond the river uh after he got to get that varnish for water protection. varnish what you uh yep. that that's what's playing and then and then yeah. finally memes b3 if mind fuck was an episode lmao it was hilarious overall travis what what I mean, after you rewatched it what did you what did you feel about the episode
0: i i feel a lot better about it uh just in general uh knowing what it is knowing what to expect going in Um, my appreciation for it has grown. I think, I think it will continue to do so as well as I, as I go back and revisit this, uh, from, from time to time, I'm sure we'll do like a season recap, uh, towards the end of the season. And yeah, I, I think it's a neat idea for an episode. I'm not sure I want lots of episodes that are just like a, a premise, a concept stretched out over 22 minutes. I'm a sucker for a story arc, what can I say? <laughs> uh you you've you you've caught me with your story circle, Harmon. Uh and and yeah, so I I I like the episode, but uh I like it as a cool one-off sort of thing.
1: Yeah, I I I got you. You you, you asked me before, is it a Morty minds blower of this season? Um I, I don't I don't I don't think it necessarily is. I think um I mean, in the sense that it doesn't necessarily matter. <laughs> I, guess, sure, I, I guess. Sure. I guess. I guess it is. Um, and but- and
0: like between this and like Vat of Acid, even Vat of Acid, I thought was terrific. But like that, to me, I feel like it 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 closed the loop on itself a little bit, a little bit neater than than this one did. But like it still like went in all kinds of crazy directions in that episode. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I. It's it's a good episode. I, <laughs> it I I I think I think you're really like sold on it. What 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 is your thought?
1: Yeah, no, I uh, I I I laughed a lot the first time I watched it. The the two or three times that I watched it since, I I still liked it a lot. And and it is it is just such a dense episode, and there there's so much stuff going on. It makes sense that that there were folks out there that were a little. A little confused by what was going on, and you know, t- going back to Memesby, you know, saying like the mindfuck thing. I I know like going into it, like what is going on here, uh but once you see that Rick and Morty at the end with with space Beth, then you are like, okay, that that was all that was all not a thing that that yeah. actually matters. But but again, I think it's so cool and and kind of clever. I- I'd say clever, cute that. <laughs> We get insight into the characters still without having those characters say out loud, uh, yes, I love you, Beth. I'm sorry. We know yeah. we, don't have, we don't have to kind of uh, go in there and, and extract our own thoughts of like, well, what are the animators trying to do? What is that, the tone they're trying to do? They tell us through the actions of the other decoys. Yes. So yes, anyway, absolutely. so, so, I, so I, needless to say, I hated it. Worst episode. Worst, worst episode of orders. the season.
0: Jeez. <laughs> terrible. Um, no, that's, that's, that's our thoughts. That's our thoughts. And even some of your thoughts on the episode, but uh, I'm sure unity, you have many more thoughts, lots, lots more thoughts. Uh, so share those with us. Go, go out to social media, share those uh, at, at Rick and Morty pod, Rick and Morty podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the episode, and then maybe, just maybe, even you will get a short out Ooh. in this our final segment. Listener suggestions and short outs. So, George, Brandon, what do you got?
1: So, George What did I
0: say? Did I say suggestions?
1: You said suggestions. No, they it, are
0: clearly suggestions. Please, I'm <laughs> I'm getting rusty. Oh no,
1: it's it's much more home star runner than it is a real thing. Maybe that maybe that's yeah. why like uh, like a coach Z. So Jorstians, <laughs> I think it's one, two, one, two, <laughs> uh, we, we got an email from old Ranma. They, they have hit us up before talking about like, you know, trying to re- get us to review the comics. And then, so, so we did a little bit, but they, uh, they, they send us, a uh, an email titled how enemies are made. Uh, and it, they, they say, I find it interesting that the episode could basically, and this is about the episode one of season five. I find it interesting that this episode could basically be considered a breakdown of how Rick's indifference to others causes him to have so many enemies, and consequently how Morty is gradually becoming just like him. Morty was fully aware of the time dilation, and if he had just denied Hoovy's offer of help, made sure he stayed on the other side of the portal, or didn't close it, none of it would have happened. Basically, all of this is the result of Morty not sparing a second to think about someone who helps him. You'll notice he never acknowledges this. It's always, I just want some wine. Why are you so angry even as he watches the centuries pass? Uh, I th- I think that's a, a very good point by, by Ranma uh, because yeah, you know, Morty is, is he's thankful, but he's we it's, it's juxtaposed with the Mr. Nimbus, the, this nemesis of Rick who they have Rick and Nimbus had clearly had some kind of friendship in the past. And yeah, uh, resent has grown over the, over the years. Just as the resentment for Morty continues to grow over the the, the centuries, I I, th- I think I think that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I I'm I'm gonna give Morty a little bit of the benefit of the doubt um, with some of this because I feel like he is hyper focused on trying to get that wine to Jessica. Like that is he is really focused on that, and I don't think he I don't think he fully understood quite how much. Time passed in that in that Narnia dimension because even even the second time he goes back and tries to talk to Hoovy again and it's actually Hoovy's son who is now an old rift dude. Uh, He still calls him Hoovy because he was he was thinking it was Hoovy. Uh, So so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think sometimes Morty's just dumb. Well, and uh, and we have to we have to accept the fact that Morty isn't always gonna think it through because. He is dumb.
1: <laughs> well, well, Travis. Here, here's my counter argument to that. If if your if your defense of Morty is that he was thinking about uh, getting back to Jessica, all I have to say is bovines before hovines. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> oh. Bam, 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 bam that's
0: the quality content that you <laughs> get only on interdimensional rss uh and and a huge shout out to uh our brand new followers here on twitch uh hobo camp one uh marcile maybe marcel uh and champion cheddar thank you thank you for following on on twitch uh is, champion, out cheddar, little...
1: is champion cheddar like is it is is the name is their first name Cheddar, or or is it like it that specific it's, Cheddar is is it's, the, it's, is a champion? It's a camel
0: case username, no spaces. So I don't, I can't, I can't say for sure that it's two words. There's you know?
1: there's like there's a Cheddar competition annually, and 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 one Cheddar wins out, and and yeah. this this person is the has the winning Cheddar. Yeah,
0: they're the champion of Cheddar.
1: Cheddar, ch- cheddar champ. No, no, they're not champion. the champion of cheddar. They're the like they, that. They're the cheddar, cheddar is the champion. Okay,
0: like, like right. you
1: know they like it's like on a leash and it's like like the the Westminster dog show but for yeah. like cheese they just like drag it along.
0: Anyway, thanks, thanks for following on uh, on Twitch. Also, uh, over on YouTube, Ace and the Cole ninety nine and Jaden Deering, Deering. Uh, thank you for subscribing on YouTube. Thanks to everybody that checked out the show on YouTube. If you're watching right now on YouTube, hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe. That's right, we're doing all the plugs. If you're listening uh, on the audio format, whether that be you know Apple Podcasts. Uh, spotify wherever it is you know hit hit the hit the like hit the hit the stars hit the reviews do all the things um and let us know that you enjoy the show we appreciate you guys so much so much for hanging out with us and uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna do it again next week with a brand new episode next week captain planet Oh, Mars, a hero. Gonna
1: take, gonna take down pollution down to down zero. zero. Gonna help them put us under bad guys who like to loot and plunder. I'll get you for this, Captain Planet. We're the planeteers. You could be one, too, because <laughs> saving our planet is a thing to do. Looting and polluting is not the way. Here's what Captain Planet has to say. The power is yours. <laughs> The power is yours. The power is yours,
0: Unity. Thank you guys (laughs) so much for listening. Until next week, I'm
1: Travis. And I'm Brandon. Thank you so much for listening.